Hi, I'm Mike Douglas, and this is Mike's Minute or Two. John Chrysostom is one of the most fascinating spiritual leaders of the 4th century church. Born in 347 AD, he became a well-known minister of the gospel. He was very eloquent. In fact, his name, Chrysostom, is based upon the Greek Chrysostomos, meaning golden-mouthed. Well, John Chrysostom preached many years in Syrian Antioch, but life took a very strange turn in 398 AD when he was apparently kidnapped by a government official and taken to Constantinople, known to us now as Istanbul in Turkey. Chrysostom was forced to serve as the patriarch or the archbishop of Constantinople. Now, rather than fighting the enforced role of archbishop, he decided it was an opportunity provided by God to serve God by holding the Roman culture there to very high scriptural standards, not wavering from the tenets of scripture. Now, for his righteous stance, he enraged both the religious and the secular leadership of this capital of Rome. Both the government and the church were mad at him. And although there was an attempt to remove him as archbishop by the wife of the emperor, the people rioted and Chrysostom was restored to archbishop within about 24 hours. Ultimately, however, the queen, Queen Eudoxia, had her way as her husband, Emperor Arcadius, was mostly ineffectual in his reign, and he bent to his wife's wishes. Chrysostom was removed as archbishop in 404 AD on charges of treason. Ironically, Queen Eudoxia was a professing Christian, but she did not appreciate John Chrysostom's criticisms of her extravagances, her political stratagems, and her very vengeful spirit. Well, like so many heroes of the faith for his strong proclamation and defense of the gospel, Chrysostom was attacked by both the religious and secular leadership of his time. He died unceremoniously in exile, but he left about 600 written sermons in his wake. They testified to his deep passion for the poor and the needy, and an equal passion against the excesses and hypocrisies of a very materially focused wealthy class. And he did not mince words about all that. Here's an example of a pointed comment aimed at those steeped in materialism in his culture. He said, Do you pay such honor to your excrements as to receive them into a silver chamber pot when another man made in the image of God is perishing in the cold? Well, he was a man of conviction and stood on the precepts of Scripture as he understood them and applied them to his culture. For that admirable stance, he was politically attacked and exiled. Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, Resurrection Sunday. This weekend reminds us that whatever sacrifices we make for the cause of Christ pale in comparison to the sacrifice Jesus made for us. It's a weekend worthy of deep thought, of prayer, of meditation about the events that unfolded at Calvary, and then the joy of the morning of the third day, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, when hope became assurance. I'll leave you with the conclusion of a resurrection sermon preached by John Chrysostom over 1,600 years ago. Here's how he concluded that sermon. Christ is risen. And you, O death, are annihilated. 
Christ is risen and the evil ones are cast down. Christ is risen and the angels rejoice. Christ is risen and life is liberated. Christ is risen and the tomb is emptied of its dead. For Christ, having risen from the dead, is become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. To him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen.